0: From KQED Public Radio in San Francisco, I'm Lily Jamali. Napa vintners want the county to consider ending its contract with Cal Fire and forming its own fire department instead. We'll hear why they're rethinking, how to respond to wildfire, and look at what the real options are for self-help firefighting efforts. But first, emails obtained by Capitol Public Radio and NPR's California Newsroom reveal Cal Fire's internal response to a recent investigation showing the Newsom administration overstated its record on wildfire prevention. We'll get the latest on that and on the wildfires and evacuations from reporter Scott Rod. That's next on Forum, right after this news. Welcome to Forum. I'm Lily Jamali. More than 42,000 California residents have been told to evacuate their homes as nine major wildfires continue to burn. And more than one and a half million acres have burned this year. That's more than had burned at this time last year in what was then a record-breaking fire season. Joining us for an update on the fires and evacuations and to check in on the effectiveness of the state's response and prevention is Scott Rod. He's a reporter with Capital Public Public Radio, who's been closely following the fires. Welcome to you, Scott.
2: Thank you so much for having me
0: on. It's great to have you here. As we said, there are nine major fires burning throughout the state right now. From what you can tell, which one has officials the most concern right now?
2: It appears to be the Caldor Fire, which is burning in El Dorado County um, and is approaching the, the Tahoe area. Uh, And it has him concerned for a couple of reasons. Uh, One, the the fire showed rapid growth in its early days. Um, Just over the course of, you know, a day it would burn, you know, 40,000 acres or more. Um, And there was also extreme fire weather and just extreme fire behavior in an area that's fairly densely populated, especially as it gets closer to, to, to Lake Tahoe. So that seems the, to be the one that um, ha, has officials most worried. And in fact, Cal Fire Chief uh, Tom Porter just yesterday called it, or I, I believe in, in recent days rather, called it the number one fire priority in the country. Hmm. So it's definitely something that uh, has officials worried.
0: And it looks like there has been a little bit of Good news on uh, the fire front battling the Caldor Fire overnight. A little bit of a lull in the weather. So we're seeing air quality in the Lake Tahoe Basin and parts of the Sierra. Still among the worst, but a little bit of a sign that firefighters are getting something of a handle on that fire. How have evacuations gone so far this year, Scott?
2: Uh, it, it appears that like CAL FIRE has been acting uh, very sort of proactively um, in, in terms of getting people evacuated, erring on the side of caution. Uh, you know, the way that uh, the way that they put it previously is that they they understand that evacuations are disruptive. I mean, anytime you ask someone to leave their home and, and have them have to find somewhere else to stay, whether it's with friends, family at a hotel or an evacuation center. That's very disruptive. Mm -hmm. Um, But but they say they'd rather err on having someone leave early as opposed to having to quickly evacuate people from an area, because that's when things get very dangerous, when there's traffic jams and when things just get um, uh, hectic, essentially. Mm,
0: Right. I mean, it feels like these evacuations have been a problem Every year, you know, for the last half decade, people don't always get the notifications that they need. If they do, they don't always know where to go. Sometimes people even get contradictory information from different agencies wherever they live. From where you sit, does it seem like things have gone a little bit smoother this year in terms of that communication piece?
2: It seems like progress is being made, but you're absolutely right Mm -hmm. that, and sorry if you hear my dog in the background, um, uh, we are all still working from home, so. Yes. Um, but uh, you know the the flow of information is very multifaceted. I mean, you have text message and phone alerts that go out to people. You have social media. Um, you have uh, just on the ground officers, uh, sher- usually sheriff's deputies, going door to door, and and sometimes more information can be better. It reaches more people, but it also can be either overwhelming or raise questions as to what's the best avenue to get some of this information. So it's still sort of at times a fragmented uh, mm. process, but it seems like progress has been made.
0: Yeah, it does. I think fragmented is a very good word for what we've seen in past years. Hopefully it's getting better. What has morale been like among firefighters?
2: Well, we're at this point in the fire season where, you know, it's this kind of zero-sum tug of war on resources. Like, I mean, CAL FIRE and, and the U.S. Forest Service and, and other fire resources are pretty much at max capacity. And, and this tug of war is basically between which fire demands the resources most. And and so you'll have crews, engines, um, aircraft being. <sighs> Being sort of shepherds, so I'm sorry, being, she- <laughs> being shepherded between fires. Um, and, and you know, we saw this last year, we saw this last year too, where, um, you know, there's very little breaks in between for fires uh, for, for these crews that are on these fires. And so you're starting to see them get stretched thin in, and we're only in August and typically mm-hmm. peak fire season. We start to see that in September and October. So there's still a ways to go.
0: We are getting an update on current wildfires with Scott Rod, reporter at Capitol Public Radio in Sacramento. And Scott, I want to turn to a follow-up on a recent investigation that you did jointly with Cap Radio and NPR's California Newsroom into how the Newsom administration overstated the number of acres treated with preventative work going into this fire season. Since June, when you first put that investigation out, you've obtained internal CAL FIRE emails through a public records request. What did you find?
2: So just to go over our investigation, it looked at the accomplishments that CAL FIRE had had made on a set of priority fire prevention projects that were identified by Governor Gavin Newsom uh, and Newsom and Cal Fire said that the projects uh, had treated 90,000 acres in treated means, you know, doing prescribed burns, uh, mechanical thinning and so forth. Basically, forest work to ensure that fire doesn't spread as quickly in an area. And these projects were supposed to protect some of the most vulnerable communities in California. We found that 90,000 acres wasn't the actual amount of work that was done; it was actually less than 12,000 acres. So obviously, a big difference there. Um, the follow-up reporting that we did looked at uh, some information was taken down online from the Cal Fire website that uh, that that showed that the 90,000 acre target uh, was what they were shooting for, and so that raised some questions for us because anytime public a government department is removing information from their their website. Um, it, it raises questions. So we looked into what was what was behind mm-hmm. the removal of this. And mm-hmm. so we found that the uh, it actually went all the way up to Chief Tom Porter. He had actually ordered those documents removed. And uh, another part of another member of his executive team had suggested removing any other documents that made this ninety thousand acre claim. And we spoke to some transparency uh, experts and they said, you know, this is alarming because, uh, you know, this is how we track progress on these sorts of goals. And this is how we hold government officials accountable. And so when information starts disappearing, uh, it's just it raises a lot of concerns.
0: And they did put that document back up on their website. Uh, I think you tweeted about it when you when you noticed this. What was the nature of the emails that you looked at?
2: So it was among top officials at Cal Fire. Uh, you know, shortly after, it's actually the same day that our investigation published. Someone raised uh, the, uh, their concern about this document that had that ninety thousand acre promise, and it ran up the flagpole. As I said, to uh, to Chief Tom Porter. He ordered it taken down and um, they did remove it and it wasn't until uh not only i tweeted about it but it was noted by a number uh, by several lawmakers as well that this was concerning and they were calling for oversight hearings and for additional accountability uh not only as a result of the removal of this document but as a result of our investigative findings overall And it was after this sort of public attention, the the document and the information went back up.
0: Mm -hmm. And Scott's story on this, by the way, is on Capitol Public Radio's website if you guys want to check it out. How is CAL FIRE responding?
2: Uh, Their their response, at least to these emails, has been fairly muted. Uh, we, we We had requested an interview with Chief Tom Porter. We also requested an interview with Governor Gavin Newsom. Uh, both of those requests were declined. Mm-hmm. We did get a statement from the, uh, a spokesperson for the the State Natural Resources Agency. It's mm-hmm. the agency that oversees CAL FIRE. Uh, and they claim that they've been very transparent about these priority projects. They've been very transparent about the com- work that was completed. They did acknowledge that the document was taken down Uh, but they said it was put back up shortly thereafter. The question that remains is why. You know, They did not answer the question as to why was this document removed, this Mm. document that laid out this promise that was not met by CAL FIRE on its fire prevention goals.
0: I want to talk to you about Democrats at the state capitol who were supposed to hold hearings focused on wildfire oversight. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, those hearings were called after your initial investigation. Those hearings have now been canceled. Scott, what happened from what you can tell?
2: So that's right. There was an oversight hearing that was scheduled um, in a bipartisan way. Both Democrats and Republicans agreed to hold this oversight hearing. uh, It was scheduled for last week and it it was canceled. Also canceled along with uh, a couple other um, oversight hearings as well on on different issues in state government. And the reason that I the reason that was given uh, was that. Lawmakers felt as though Cal Fire is stretched thin right now responding to these major fires. They felt it would be more important for uh, top officials to be paying attention to the major blazes that are happening right now. Um, You know, and that was that was the Democrats discussion as to why they canceled it. Republicans said that. We are in such an intense fire season right now, and the fact that there are so many fires burning. They said that's exactly the reason why they wanted to hold the oversight hearing. They want to have an understanding of what work is is CAL FIRE doing, what work have they completed versus what they've promised, and how can we make improvements to, to try to ensure that future wildfire seasons are not as intense, that we make progress on this issue
0: hmm. Well, these fires ravage our state year after year now, Scott, as you know, well, you are going out into the thick of it to cover them for us. Is it your sense that we as a state are getting better at disaster response overall?
2: It's definitely more on uh, top of mind, not only for California residents, emergency response officials, uh, but also lawmakers and politicians. Um, you, know, you have lawmakers talking about Uh, this issue in a pretty nuanced way often, um, understanding that, frankly, we're not going to firefight our way out of this situation. Fires have gotten too intense, fires are growing too rapidly for us to be able to respond and put them out. That was a tactic that worked for decades. I, I put work in, in quotes because what that ended up doing was creating a situation where our, for, our forests are now very overgrown and we're primed for having these major, major fires like we're having now. So it, it seems like we are uh, making progress in terms of acknowledging the solution here is is forest management. Um, but in terms of getting to that goal, uh, you know, it's still, it seems to be two steps forward, one step Mm. back, Mm. Um, you know.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you, Scott, so much for the update. We've been getting an update on the current wildfires with Scott Rod. He's a reporter with Capitol Public Radio. Scott, thank you so much. Thank you. And we will be right back after a short break. Stay with us.